Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today is August 30th, 2022, and this is Q&A 107. Uh, this podcast is made for my Facebook virtual coaching group. And uh, let's see here. We Our topic today is going to be about getting ready now for 2023. We have four months left of the year, and um, there's no time like the present to start setting up our monthly challenges for mindset and for skill. So uh, last month in August, we had a, uh, a skill of face flexing and groundwork, and um, hopefully everybody took part in that because this month in September, what we're going to focus on is getting back to basics in the saddle. And that's going to be focusing on rider's cues and on horse's foundation. You will find throughout your entire career of horses, you'll always be going back to basics. And a good mix with any horse is uh, and that's why I had you doing groundwork in August because and also um, face flexing and such because the first you kind of got to think of horses as three parts um, one part needs to be those wet saddle pads so nice long trail rides um, just long rides getting them out in new places no pressure just kind of mixing things up and while you're doing those long rides you can walk you can long trot you can do some laterals or face flexing, all of that. But it's just getting those horses out and letting them see things and do some team building um, together. The other part, the second part would be the obedience part of it. These are big 1,000, 1,200 pound horses and you definitely want to have them respect you just as they would their own herd and pecking order and you want to be the alpha of your herd. So you want them to respect you, trust you, and you have to have a line of communication with them. So that's the other part. And then the third part is about the foundation. So it won't do you much good to go out on a long ride if you don't have any way of communicating with that horse to keep you both safe. So that's why on the ground, I hope you did desensitizing. I hope you did lunging for respect, um, yielding body parts, all of those things. Um, so then when you do get in the saddle, you can focus on those five body parts as well. The head, the neck, the shoulder, the ribcage, the hip. And the more you get control of the body parts, the more you connect to the mind and hoof placement. And it just gets better from there. So that will be the challenge uh, for September for the skill. It's going to take a look at the uh, horseman's challenge that I've emailed to you and also posted in the group and look under horses foundation and just see if there's anything you feel like you might have a hole in your horse. Maybe your rollbacks aren't as good as they could be. Maybe your horse doesn't back light or back straight lines and circles easily. Maybe they're a little stiffer one side than the other and need more suppling work. Maybe they're not picking up their leads on cue and straight lines, just circles. Um, maybe your circles, your perfect circles aren't so perfect or you don't have a lot of speed control. 
you know, maybe you can't go from a, a large circle to a medium or small circle with a little bit of collection and, and, and a little bit of control in good form. So maybe your horse is being front heavy or not using their butt enough, or maybe their shoulders not, you know, pick, being able to pick up and keep those ribs soft. And um, maybe you need to work on counter arcing and, you know, more suppling drills like nose in, nose out. So just basically do a checklist and go through your foundation and make sure. And then for mindset, this is going to sound easy, but it's not. But the mindset for September is going to be turning everything into a positive. So, and that's not easy to do. I had a week that would be easy to have a pity party or feel sorry for yourself. And I'm sure many of you have done those weeks. I had a wisdom tooth that didn't go, the extraction didn't go well. It got dry socket and was very painful. So I had to go back and forth to the dentist for almost two weeks now, getting it packed and such. And then the sump pump on the septic went out and the air conditioning on the truck went out and the four-wheeler didn't start to drag the arena. And there was just one thing after another. My one horse is still struggling with her laminitis and she has good days and bad days. And so you could just go on and on. But I tried to turn every one of those into a positive. Instead of being like, a oh, poor me, I just said, well, the more stuff you have, the more stuff that can go wrong. At least I have the means to take care of them. And, you know, I have income coming in. I'm thankful for my ranch. I'm thankful for our health, our home, you know, our my business, my friends, my family. And, you know, it just starts showing more gratitude. And by the time you go through all your things you're thankful for, it makes the things that are kind of frustrating and difficult and oftentimes challenging less of a big deal. You know, that's just life. It's always going to have its challenges. So that's what I want you to think about. I'm going to get into that more. But before I do, September 1st is on Thursday. So I will be doing a personal best drawing. So far, we have 20 names on the list. So if you had a personal best or any kind of win that you're proud of for August, be sure to let me know so I can add your name to the drawing. And then we'll be drawing for a prize for someone in the group. And um, I'll post uh, a picture of who's on the list in the group as well as the prizes that you can win uh, this week before the drawing on the first. Um, let's see here. I had about 15 videos come in, so not that many. Um, I guess August is a little hot. Maybe everyone's getting rained out. Who knows? So, But I've been working on videos, getting that caught up. Um, let's see here. I did a slow motion review in the group of uh, Sherry Servey's run that she had uh, doing really well at a rodeo. I hope you guys enjoyed that. So, but before we get into the topic, let me go ahead and address some of the questions that came in. Um, I also did a video in the group uh, on the Coaches uh, Now app, kind of updating everybody about the app and, and um, that I'm enjoying and stuff. I'll touch base on that today as well. So um, I hope you guys are enjoying it too. I think it's going to work out really great for, for um, being able to help you guys um, track your progress and, and have growth as well. So um, let's see here. First question, um, I'm trying so hard to look at the fence. I forget to look at my next spot when I'm riding in competition. 
And so um, that is something that you can have happen in, um, in barrel racing. If you focus on one part of your run, you can start becoming um, mechanical. You can start getting so focused on one thing that you forget to ride the rest of your run. Like, let's say you get so focused on your arc, but then you don't think about your spot one and your spot two. Or you're so busy trying to get your horse in the hole in the hole for second and third, you forget to look at spot two and three. So, you know, you have to not just get caught up on one part of your run. You have to focus on your entire run in your mind's eye until it's just automatic, like visualizing yourself, you know, coming down the alleyway nice and calm and giving your horse a go cue at the mouth of the arena riding up the middle and then heading to your arc and then spot one spot two looking up and and getting out quickly at your pivot spot then thinking spot one spot two spot three and then pivot out and then again spot one spot two and pivot out so you know it just depends on your horse but you don't want to just think about one aspect you really have to be in the moment riding exactly where you want your horse to go and um and not just dwelling on one part of your run for sure so that would be my suggestion for you not to get hung up on one part. And also remember, you have a focused eye, your, your focused eye where you're looking. Straighter longer is great when you're leaving a barrel, going to the next barrel. But then once you know you've got your line, then you start thinking about your spot one and your spot two. And then that will help carry you through your quarter turns because you're looking between your horse's ears. Your shoulders are even, your hips are even, your hands and legs are guiding your horse up in there. Um, and that's important. You know, we don't want to be lifting or, or inside legging or looking down their neck. You know, to use your inside leg is a good thing if you need leg. Leg is great. Um, but try to keep those hands even. Don't pull on the outside balance rein. Don't lift that inside rein across the withers or, or pull it over to the side or you know, or anything too dramatic, just try to keep your hands really quiet and you can use your feet to keep your horse driving in the hole. Um, there's a lot of other ways, you know, you can keep your horse going to their spots. Uh, most of it's going to come from looking and riding with your eyes and your body. Um, so that's really important. So I hope that's helpful for you. And remember with your soft eye, your focused eye is looking at your spots. But with your soft eye, you will always be able to see the barrel in your peripheral vision. And you should be that focused that you know where the barrel is at all times. But yet you're not looking at the barrel. You're looking between your horse's ears at the dirt that you want to go to. That way, if a picture is taken of you, you guys look like a mirror of each other. You're very in sync and centered throughout your turns. And that's going to be for faster turns. And that's what we're going to work on in October is um, better pattern by having better turns because turns is really what's going to make or break you in competition so um so anyways but we want to really focus on our foundation first so the next question was uh my best run versus my bad run um you know how should i you know what should i be focused on um and should i be identifying what i did right and what i did wrong at every run so absolutely, I think um, I think we can become where we're too hard on ourselves and we pick, 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 and then we lose confidence and we just don't enjoy it. So remember, it should be fun. You should always find one thing you're really proud of in every single run. 
That should be your 1% improvement. And that was what August mindset was to be, um, that every time you rode or competed, you found one thing that you were happy with or you focused on one thing to improve on. And, um, and so that's what I want you to think about. I want you to identify what you did well and what you think you could do better and do that for each run or each ride. And you can, you know, you don't have to pick 10 things. You can just pick one thing so you don't overwhelm yourself. Do that in practice. Do that with your mindset. Do that with your thoughts before your run. Um, do that in your warm-up. Um, all of that stuff, that that focus um, is going to help you. You know, everybody's got their own way of doing things. Some people can be very social at barrel races. Some people like to sit off by themselves at their trailer and just spend time with their horse and get in their zone. So you kind of have to kind of track all of that, you know, and, and make sure you're doing what works best for you. Everybody's an individual. I did best keeping off by to myself and staying in my zone. You know, I'm, I wasn't the kind of person I could just socialize, hop on and go make my run. I had to make sure me and my horse were warmed up and, you know, connected and, and you know, and just quiet. And, and then we, you know, just do our thing. So it wasn't, you know, I wasn't there for the social aspect. I was there to see how my training from the week was going. And that's the thing, you guys, if you do your homework during the week, then that's what you do. You go to the barrel race and trust it. You know, you do what you, you work on stuff at home and then you go to the barrel race and trust it. And that's what your main focus should be. You know, that it all go well because you were prepared. So the next question is about mindset for improving. Um, okay. So I truly believe that a mindset for improving comes from a lot of things. It comes from, you know, the ability to be able to problem solve. You could, should be able to look at your runs and say, okay, I, I'm doing this well. I need to work on this. Um, you know, I want you to think of just one thing at a time, like I mentioned, um, you know, a barrel race uh, is about the horse and the rider. These are not things that um, it's not a it's not a team event. It's not a your coach can do it for you deal. Um, you really have to know. Um, you know, you have to know your horse. That's so important that you and your horse are a team, and you know what they're thinking, and what you're, and you know what you're feeling when you're on them. Are you feeling that they feel a little stiffer one side or the other, or a little front heavy? Maybe they don't quite use their hindquarters enough or not softening their ribs enough. These are all things when you're warming up you need to pay attention to and know your horse. Are they calm? Are they a little bit hot? Do I need to make any adjustments? Um, these are all things that are super important. Remember, horses are amazing. They will either teach you, they will either give you confidence, or they will challenge you to get you out of your comfort zone. And that's what you have to understand. Every horse has a different purpose that comes into your life. And, and again, some are teachers, some are confidence builders, and other ones make you get out of your comfort zone and really make you challenge. So, so there's a lot of stuff that you guys can do. Um, if you think about uh, any kind of pro sport, whether it be high school sports, college sports, pro sports, um, they have a whole season, a whole year of being with their coach, 
five days a week and at games, you know, they have a, a training part of their season. They have a, a preseason where they play like little scrimmage games. And then they have their main season where they're competing and then they have their rest and recovery season. But all the while they're working with their coach every day. So I love coaching. I plan to do this for the next 25 years of my life. I'm very invested emotionally in all of your progress. If I wasn't, I wouldn't have a through ring binder that I keep notes on you guys. I wouldn't have these coaching apps where I can organize all your videos for you and we can track how you're doing and, and pay attention to that 1% improvement um, and ask you questions. You know, it's just like I mentioned in the other video that I made about the coach app. Um, you know, I want you when you send your videos to me, not just to say, here's a video, but to tell me the fast time, your time, and what the name of the arena is, because that's going to help us track. And then the other thing I want to know is how they felt to you. You know, did they feel, did you feel good about, you know, what did you feel good about? What was something that you feel you could do better? Because it's important to me that you're breathing out there, that you're focused out there, and that you can come out of the arena. I'm not going to promise you as me as your coach that you're not going to have a bad run again. But what I will promise you is I will give you the tools that you need to say, oh, I know what I did wrong out there, you know, or I know what I did right out there. And that's the main goal. I want you to know that if your horse feels like you're anticipating, you're going to go home and you're going to work all lefts, all rights or circles and true turns. If your horse is not uh, rating a barrel and they're running by it, you're going to go work on maybe D pattern, really get that rate before the barrel, that collection, or maybe some spirals or maybe four, four circle, uh, four, four corner drill, the four barrel drill. You know, things like that. You you know, I want you to start having tools that you can say, okay, you know, my horse feels off. I think I need to have the vet check them or chiropractic, you know, and, and just kind of really know your horses. So, but there's a lot that goes into it. You know, if you're really dedicated, you're going to be, you know, watching your diet and your fitness, just like an athlete that your horse is, so are you. Conditioning has to be a big part of your horse and you program, you know, but but honestly, if you get your horse out and you guys go long trotting a couple days a week out in the pastures, and then one day a week you do drills in the arena, maybe one day you do slow barrel work, you know, and then you have maybe one or two days off a week and maybe one day of competition, you know, those are all the things that um, are going to make you a stronger team. And by going regular, you know, and every horse is different if they can handle going once a week or twice a month. Um, you know, that you're going to get more confidence in each other and, and all that. But, but horses also need rest and recovery too. So we can't look at a season as 12 months with horses. You know, some of you that live in snowy states, you're going to take a couple months off in the winter. Those of you that live in really hot months, you might take off the really, you know, hot uh, August and September or July and August. And, and you know, everybody's going to have a little bit different time where, they, maybe they don't compete, they just keep their horse lightly legged up, or maybe they just give them two, two or three weeks fully off to just be a horse, pull their shoes, whatever, and then bring them back up and, and start legging them up later, you know. So everybody's going to have their own routine, um, but it's important that you are focused, you know, and, and that's what I'd like to help you with is having a game plan that you feel confident about. 
So as I mentioned with the September challenges, I want you to look at your foundation. I want you to see if there's any holes anywhere that you feel like you could do better. Maybe you need to do more one-handed riding. Maybe you're too dependent on two hands riding your horse. You know, maybe you need to learn to do single barrel or D pattern or spirals all one-handed off of your eyes and your body or inline barrels. Um, all of those things. Uh, maybe, like I said, you need to work on a loose rein woe better or backing or rollbacks. Um, maybe transitions, you know, just really go through your basics and see if there's any holes. Can you push your hip in in a straight line? Can you pick your shoulder up? Can you face flex left, right, and down at a walk, trot, and the lope? You know, all of those things are really important. So um, for September, I really want you to focus on your horse's foundation and on your rider's cues. If I've told you that you're looking down their neck too much, not between their ears, or if I told you to practice using your you know, outside hip to keep your circle and your inside hip to get your snap. Um, if I've told you to work on using more leg, you know, inside leg to keep them honest, outside leg to finish, finish a turn, you know, whatever, um, you know, work on your rider's basics. Maybe your hands are too high or you're lifting or you're pulling and you're not trusting, you know, maybe you need to work on your cues. Um, you know, how you lock down on the horn. Are you pushing with the palm of your hand? And locking your elbow in your turns? Are you pulling up with your fingers to leave the barrel? Are you staying on the horn through the turns and only going back to two hands after you've given them the go cue and driven them out, you know, where you're pulling up on the horn and not balancing on the rein? All of those things are really important um, aspects. So the other part about keeping it positive for a whole month, that may sound like a simple thing, but um, it's not going to be. There's going to be days where you know, somebody makes you crazy driving to work or at work or, you know, kids or husbands or who knows what, you know, there's going to be things that maybe get you riled up, but I want you to try to lear learn to do it. And here's three things that I'm going to tell you to help you stay more positive. Uh, number one, try to find the blessing in everything. And it might be hard, but maybe there's a blessing in the person who came and helped you get your, you know, something fixed or Maybe there's um, a skill that you learn because of this, you know, challenge that's been put before you. So try to find the blessing in everything. Um, maybe it's hard to see, but, you know, that's where it's you've got to change your perspective and, and the way that you view things. The second thing is to give thanks often, you know. So like I mentioned before, you know, I could have got really upset. I've got four or five things breaking around here, but instead I said, well... You know, I guess when you have stuff, things are going to, you know, more things can go that way. At least I have, you know, the money to go ahead and try to fix these things. And, you know, I'm thankful for the, the you know, things that I have so that I can run my business. So I have my truck to go get hay and I can drag my arena and, you know, systems are working on the ranch. And, you know, things that you don't, you know, not expensive things, not material things, but just life things you know things to be able to function through life is all you know and and those are the things you want to give thanks for thanks that i am, have those things and i'm able to do these things and and the third thing is perspective um you know telling yourself that new story you know a lot of times we get really caught up in you know people will say oh boy if you didn't have bad luck you've had no luck well that's not a way to want to think about things or 
you know, or poor me, I have so many bad, you know, bad things happening to me. So just change that perspective, like I said, and turn it into a positive by giving, finding your blessings, finding the things that you have that you're more thankful for. And um, the reason why this is important is because it's going to flow over into everything else, okay? The day-to-day is going to flow into you believing in your dream or your goal, whether that's in barrel racing, in in your job, in your school, or whatever it is. It's all all ties into having a positive attitude and staying focused on you and and what you need to get done. So um, so these things are really important, I think. Um, but like I mentioned, I really feel like there's three parts to the horse that you've got to have good. Um, you've got to have that exposure, that, you know, time spent with horses. You hear people say wet saddle pads. You know, just that time with a horse really makes a difference. Having that solid foundation is really important. And then, of course, having boundaries, you know, such as the pecking order. So so take a look at those things in your basics this month and really see, are there any holes with me and my horse? You know, is my horse good with the vet or the farrier? Is my horse afraid of anything? Um, are we, you know, are we weak somewhere else like tying or trailering or riding with other horses or riding alone and, and really work on those things, put in an effort to make improvements. Um, same with yourself, you know, if you lack confidence or you get nervous or, are you, you know, uh, say negative things, or if you, um, you know, don't have a really good game plan, you know, at competition, you know, those are all the things you should be working on for September that all tie into the foundation and also mindset. So um, it's just going to make you stronger. It's going to make you stronger as an individual. It's going to make you stronger as a team with your horse. And that's what this is all about. My job as your coach is to keep you thinking, keep you inspired and, um, and to help team build. You know, that's, that's really important to me to to make sure that I'm, I'm giving you those things to think about. So like I mentioned, um, you know, pick one, one thing that you want to improve on. Um, and then maybe, uh, go to small jackpots and review your videos, um, journal about them and make any small changes that you need to. So, uh, you know, I think if you look at your basics with your rider cues, your horses foundation, can you do my drills perfect? Do you have a perfect pattern slow? Those are all the things I'd like you to look at first and then apply them and then go to that small jackpot, see if it helps. If you have a big show coming up, get to a small jackpot and think about being smooth because smooth is going to be fast. Think about riding to your spots and being in the moment and just trust your horse, trust the training that you've put in. And that will help give you a little bit of confidence before you go to your bigger event too, because you've already tested out how you and your horse are as a team at a competition. The third thing is um, trusting in it. You know, you've got to trust yourself. You've got to trust your horse. Um, Again, you want to be in it to win it. Um, If you weren't competitive, you know, you would just trail ride or something, but you, you know, you're wanting to, to compete and do well. So uh, whatever you do, just always give your best and have a personal best goal. Don't compare yourself to others. Just do your thing. And everybody has their own goals. Um, so like I said, 
just adjust as needed and, and review and, and go on from there. And then, like I mentioned, um, you know, everybody needs a day off, whether your horse needs a little downtime or um, if you're hauling a lot, make sure you're getting them that extra care with chiropractic or your vet. Um, that's all important. Um, you know, and, and for 2023, you know, I think it's fun to pick um, pick an association that you want to compete with for year-end awards or something because, you know, or maybe your goal is to go to certain super shows or, um, you know, whatever your goal is, you know, you might want to pick a, a district show near you or you might pick something bigger. Um, but, you know, it's always fun to have a purpose, a passion, and a goal. So by picking one association that you go for for the year, that just kind of makes it fun. So it gives you something to focus on. Um, so, yeah, so those would be, you know, important. Um, make sure that you have a, a, an effective warm-up, an effective practice, and also an effective competition plan. These are all things that, you know, when you signed up, I um, emailed you my book. Make sure you've read my training book. I think that would be helpful. Um, you know, I think a lot of times in people in life, they have a plan A, and then maybe they have a plan B. But I never did. I All I knew was I wanted to train horses and barrel race, you know, and that's all I wanted to do. So I never thought about anything else. And th there wasn't a time ever in my life that I've ever um, not wanted to do it. The only time I thought I might have to change was in 2020. And that was only because everything went chaotic. I, I got hurt by a horse. The, the whole world shut down with the pandemic. That was the only time I ever thought I needed to do something different, but thankful for um, a little online course I took, it gave me the idea, it was a copywriting course that gave me the idea for my virtual coaching group and inspired a lot from that. that you know what, just because you were a trainer for 25 years doesn't mean you have to train until you're 70. You, you've trained and competed for 25 years now you can just coach and do clinics and virtual coaching and that'll be enough. And it was a whole mindset shift. So by pivoting, that was that thing where I told you about the blessings. I, I, at the time I was really stressed and worried, but it ended up being a blessing because my body's wore out. So this allows me to take what I, my experience and now use it and help others with it. And and still live a life that I love, doing what I love. And so that's what I mean about having having those pivotal moments where just because you did things one way for a really long time doesn't mean that you can't get out of your comfort zone and still chase a, a dream that you have, but do it a different way. And I think that's what I'm trying to say. And, and my example is just one example. Yours is going to be completely unique to your life and your goals. But um, I just want you to say that sometimes it seems dark. You know, like if a horse gets hurt or you lose lose a horse or, you know, you have other things going on, finances or, or physical or, you know, anything like that, health concerns or lost somebody close to you. Those are all are very dark times, but you will find if you pray and give it to God and, and just keep listening to God, you will find your way through it. I'm not saying it won't be something that you like some losses you never get over. It's always going to be there, but, um, 
you it get you learn to learn from it and to live with it and and to go forward and that's human spirit is to keep never giving up and to keep trying and to keep going after your goals and your dreams um so anyways that that's what i want to really share to you today um and I, I think I'll probably end there, but I do want to have, you know, more offer, you know, opportunities for people. You know, my favorite thing is coaching in person, one-on-one -on -one lessons or in clinics. Um, I feel like, you know, you get to know the person, you get to see more, but I do feel like the virtual coaching offers so many awesome things too, because we get to break those videos down into slow motion and see the details of what needs to be worked on. And by communicating with me what you feel feel went good or could do better, I get to know you really well. And it's like, if I've never met you, but, I, but I've worked with you for a long time in the group, one day we meet each other in person, we're going to feel like old friends because I know you and your horses so well. So that's my ultimate goal is to really have a, a close relationship with each athlete and their horses and um, and help you chase those goals of yours and, and have your dreams come true. So I, I feel like it's something that's not learned in a month. And I know sometimes people get impatient. They want instant results. But, you know, horse training, horsemanship, rodeo, it's not like that. You know, I've had clients that have been clients for 10 years. Have I seen them have huge growth? Absolutely. But I also, you know, watch them change horses and then have to get used to a certain horse. If you're riding multiple horses, that takes longer too. So you have to learn to be patient. Um, you know, we never finish learning. Like I'm still learning all the time. I'm always keeping my eyes open to, you know, new ideas on you know, every horse I meet teaches me something. Every person and horse together teaches me something. You know, everybody has their own way of learning and doing things. So all of those things are really important. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about 2023. And, um, you know, we've got four months to try to really get ourselves, uh, you know, where we want to be. And we've got big stuff coming up in the cooler months coming up in the fall and the winter. Um, so lots of good stuff coming up. So I'm excited for everybody. Um, but yeah, I want to really understand how you learn. You need to understand how you learn. And that's why it's important to journal about it. So I am putting out a new journal. Um, you know, it's a record keeper. It's nothing fancy. You know, it's $10. I don't want to rape people. You know, it's something I want you to be able to throw in the truck or the trailer to use it in the house, whatever. But to keep track of your barrel races, to make some mental notes, to draw your pattern, you know, to write down some things that you're going through or how you do things. You know, there's a page for your pre-race routine. There's, you know, a page, you know, there's just different pages for different things for setting your goal, your big goal for the year and your daily schedule or weekly schedule. There's just the extra pages to write things down and then keep that notebook and buy another one the next year. And then compare them and, you know, and just see, hey, you know, am I really growing and progressing like I want to? So, um, again, it's just something, another tool in the toolbox. You know, barrel racing is not just mindset. It's not just skill. It's a lot of things that have to come together. It's a, a huge puzzle with many pieces. 
And, you know, it comes down to everything, your horse's diet, nutrition, conditioning, mental game, emotions, physical, you know, everything. It just comes down to it all. And that's why you have to really be proud of yourself when you have a win um, and be patient with yourself when you're trying to get there because it does take time. So, um, so anyways, I just want everyone to know that um, I really care about you guys. I do want you to pay attention to how you learn. You know, is it by doing? Is it by seeing um, your behavior? You know, what stresses you out? Your self-image? What motivates you? What what keeps you disciplined? Um, what are you fearful or scared of? What makes you nervous? You know, these are all things that you have to really address um, so that you have your emotions in check um, for competition you know, to know if you're a go or no go. And um, that's where that positive thinking and positive self-talk comes in. <clears throat> so, so yeah, I'm excited about the coach app. And I really um, excited for you to be able to tell me um, because athletes need to be independent. Even if your coach is next to you, you still have to be able to be out there feeling what you need to do out there. You know, I've been fortunate the last year I've got to go and watch a couple of the athletes in our group um, compete. And one just so happened to win it the day that I went there. It was just at a jackpot with a little over 100 riders about five miles from my house. And I went there and we were talking about the pattern. I said, look, make sure you give one extra kick into those turns because that ground's deep and heavy and just really rider spot one, spot two. And so she went out there and I was so excited for her. I was videotaping her and yelling for and she ends up winning first in the 1d it was an awesome day um you know it was a wonderful awesome amazing amazing day for her you know and you know they they had a beautiful day that day and you know and that person their horse is now lame right now and you know she's you know in recovery and don't know you know yet how that's all going to work out but that's what I mean. You just don't know what tomorrow brings. So you have to be present today and be appreciative today, you know, and hug that horse every day and just reach down and pet him for each run because you just don't know what tomorrow holds, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. So you just really have to find the good and the fun every day and every run. So, so anyhow, um, I do want you to know though that um, I completely understand that a lot of you are really hard on yourselves and I want you to try not to be hard on yourselves. Um, you know, I, I just feel like, um, you know, you, you have to enjoy it. If it's not fun, you know, it's not worth doing. So it's obviously, you know, you're going to have more fun when you're winning, right? Your adrenaline's up. I mean, we know why we love barrel racing, the adrenaline, the fun of it. You know, it's a it's a rush and we enjoy it. But there are times when it can be challenging and frustrating. And that's when you have to say, you know what? Find the good, work on what I need to work on and just take it one day at a time and it'll get better. It always does. And when you are winning, pay attention to that. Don't change things, you know, uh, keep that journal going and try to keep that winning streak as smooth as sailing as possible. And, um, and if you do find yourself in a slump situation, you just have to say, okay, what changed? And then try to get yourself figured out and get back on track. So again, it can come down to how your horse is feeling, 
you know, if you changed anything diet-wise, shoes. Um, I mean, I've seen horses that do better and slip less in certain shoes or, you know, things like that. There's just a lot of detail that goes into it. You know, saddle fit, you name it. There's a lot going on. So anyhow, I'm going to wrap it up there. But I just want to say that I'm really proud of everybody and how hard you're working. And I really hope that you listen to the podcast. I hope you watch my training videos. Go to the members only website. Watch, you know, go go through the, the uh, challenges and the live Q&As. And, and, you know, there's everything from cult starting to foundation, you know, starting them on the pattern, adding, uh, you know, more speed, all of that. That's another challenge that we're going to have as well. Um, you know, next month we're going to focus on the foundation for September and then October, we're going to focus on better turns and then, um, adding speed will be November and, uh, we're just going to keep momentum going for challenges and I'm, I'm going to, you know, offer you things to do each week based on that as well. So, so anyways, that's where I'd like you to start for now. Thursday is September 1st. So again, if you have a PB, let me know about it for the drawing on Thursday um, and start thinking positive, turn everything into a positive. And um, that's the mindset for September, as well as uh, think about your rider's cues and horses foundation and where you might have any holes that you want to work on. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, God bless and ride with heart.